All right. Welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark, the number one stock market show on Spotify and one of the most popular market updates on YouTube. In this show, we talk about what's happening in the markets and how we're trading them. Today is Tuesday, May 30th. The S&P and NASDAQ finished at highs not seen since August of 2022 on Friday, but the Dow struggles down three out of the last four weeks. Today, stocks are higher on news of a tentative debt ceiling deal, but it does look like we might be pulling back a little bit. NVIDIA hits a huge milestone today. We'll look at NVIDIA and some semiconductors, plus Tesla, Ford, and Coinbase all making some big moves. And we'll look at our Suncor trade and review some possible oil and gas plays for today and this week. As you can see, there's a lot to talk about, so let's go ahead and get started. If this is your first time here, my name is Mark Hodge. I'm head coach at Rockwell Trading. I'm running the show solo today, but on most days, I'm joined by Rockwell Trading's founder, Marcus Heitkoter. Now, even though I'm alone today, I promise that you are in good hands. You could say that we have a ton of experience here at Rockwell Trading. We know our stuff, and we're not afraid to tell it like it is. So if you're looking for some honest insight into the world of trading, you've come to the right place. Now, before we dive in and show you our trades and how we're tackling these crazy markets, let's take a look at what's moving the markets today. And here I want to bring up the S&P 500. There we go. So the S&P 500 out of the gate, actually opening higher, looking pretty good here. Pulling back, though, through the session, trying to fill that gap. Still positive for the day, up 0.2%, about eight points. But what an impressive week. Last week, we were down for three days straight, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all down, bounced higher on Thursday, and a huge rally on Friday, finishing the day up 1.3% before the week. This uh, was the, the highest close here, so up 0.3%, erasing Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays losses. And we see here that on a weekly chart, this is the best close we've seen since Monday, uh, going back to mid-August of 2022. So a pretty impressive move high, higher and finishing above 4,200 after the rocky start earlier last week. Now let's go to the NASDAQ because the NASDAQ was just on the move, making another push higher. Look at this. It looks like we have four consecutive weeks higher, but the last two weeks specifically – just monster moves up 2.5%. This also puts the S&P at levels, or sorry, the NASDAQ at levels that we haven't seen since uh, early August 2022. So nice move in the S&P and the NASDAQ, fueled by AI and semiconductors in particular. Let's look at the Dow, though, because the Dow not joining the party. Let's go ahead and look at a daily chart. The Dow last week, actually sliding five days straight before uh, Friday's rally. So on Friday, we were up 1%. Uh, but going back to the prior, the previous Friday, one, two, three, four, five consecutive days lower. Last week's uh, rally on Friday wasn't enough to lift the Dow into positive territory. So the Dow finishing 1% uh, lower, just not able to get a whole lot of traction here with the focus on tech and and semis and AI. And we see here that even today, NASDAQ leading the way, 
higher, S&P up just a little bit, and the Dow in negative territory down 118 points. So what's the deal today? Well, a lot of this optimism and the, the uh, higher start that we saw was due to some developments over the weekend when President Joe Biden and House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy reached an agreement to raise the debt ceiling and avoid a default. Now, Congress will vote on this legislation as early as Wednesday, but both Republicans and Democrats still need to agree on the deal. So it will go to the House and then the Senate. So it doesn't mean that it's a done deal, but things are looking a little bit better. So it is something to keep an eye on, especially as we get into the later part of this week. Hopefully an agreement can be reached and we are good there. But some promising news over the weekend with President Joe Biden and House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy uh, coming to terms on an agreement. Now, what's on the move? Well, we got to kick things off with NVIDIA because just, I mean, gosh, what an impressive March hire after blockbuster earnings and a huge day on Thursday, up 24%. Friday, a little more love for NVIDIA, up 2.5%. But then this morning, gapping higher again, up uh, just shy of 6% right now. This puts us at the mil- the sorry, the trillion, the $1 trillion market cap. So we see here right now, 1.014 puts NVIDIA in the the company of uh, say apple right let's look at apple apple is at well 2.8 trillion now so uh <laughs> that that was kind of a, a a little bit of a deflator there looking at uh apple still almost three times nvidia but look at this nvidia like almost right there up with uh amazon uh these days right uh, so joining the elite one trillion club uh, now with semiconductors, there are some uh, others joining the party. We could look at AMD, and AMD. My shares did get called away on Friday, so I am no longer in AMD. AMD actually up a couple percent. I think it was three percent early, but pulling back a little bit now. Negative, slightly negative for the day, uh, but still a lot of. Uh, excitement with AMD up 11% on Thursday after uh, NVIDIA's monster rally and AMD participating in a little bit of that. So I'm no longer in AMD. Um, it was it was interesting today looking at new opportunities. I haven't looked to add a semiconductor for a while because I don't like to be in uh, too many correlated positions. And so AMD uh, had that space. And uh, now hey, I might be ready to pick up another semiconductor right now with where we're at. Um, I'm not a fan. I think that we're a little bit overextended and I'd rather trade the wheel strategy when we see some strong support. We're able to sell puts there. Uh, not the case right now for semis, but uh, with AMD gone, I'm open to adding another one. Now, a few other market movers. Let's take a look at Ford. So Ford, look at this. Huge, huge day on Friday, up 6%. This was when there was a, an agreement uh, with Tesla and Ford to, uh, or for Ford to be able to use Tesla's chargers. And uh, today up another 5%. So huge day for Ford. 
Now, this was due to an analyst upgrade. Jeffries upgraded the stock, said that the automaker has a strong plan in management and it will help close the gap on its rivals. So traders liking this news. And, and gosh, just uh, two days is the difference. Uh, well, about 11% higher uh, in back-to-back uh, -back sessions. Another mover, let, let's look at Tesla here. Tesla, look at this, back above 200. So uh, last time we closed above 200 in Tesla was on March 31st. And right now we're back above 200. Also, you'll see this red line here. This is the 200-day the moving average. So uh, if we could close above 200, uh, looks like we'll close above its 200-day moving average. Also, some you know nice round number love there for Tesla. Uh, so up about 201 right now. This comes on news that Elon Musk's jet arrived in China. <laughs> now, Reuters actually said that Musk is expected to meet with senior Chinese officials and visit Tesla's Shanghai plant. Uh, electric vehicles, I think I saw that the expectation is that in China, it will make up 45% of the electric vehicle market. Uh, now, this is down from what it has been, but still huge opportunity there for Tesla. And it looks like traders are a little excited about that news. Now, Coinbase, also big mover today. So coin the ticker. Coinbase up, pulling back from highs that we had earlier, but still up 7%. Uh, also an analyst upgrade helping uh, fuel this move higher. Atlantic Equities upgraded Coinbase to overweight from neutral, thinking that Coinbase should be valued at $70 a share. So some investors liking that upgrade and a jump from Friday's close of uh, around $57 a share. Nice move in Coinbase here. Might as well bring up a couple of AI stocks because, I mean, these things are, are just going crazy right now. A little too crazy for me. With this volatility, I personally like to trade something that's higher probability, more consistent. At Rockwell Trading, we believe in SRC profits, systematic, repeatable, and consistent. And to capture that, that you know, best stock in the S&P 500, to get that big, big move, it is challenging. It's, it's difficult. And even if you catch the stock, it's very difficult to be able to write it up to its perfect point. But there are a couple of big movers uh, because of this AI interest. And we have C3 uh, AI here up 17% today. Just a huge, crazy move there. Um, also, uh, two others. We have Path, big mover today. Actually pulling back some, up about 4%, getting some of that love. And then we also have Palantir. Palantir, just an absolute mess uh, last year, not really going anywhere, uh, coming off of uh, some big moves in, in 2021 and a huge, huge sell-off. Uh, but recently, after earnings, a nice jump higher. I mean, this thing, since reporting earnings in early May, up almost 100%. I mean, that's just crazy. Uh, up almost 10% today. So some big movers there. Now let's go ahead and let's jump back over to PowerX Optimizer here because I want to talk about our positions. Also talk about some oil and gas plays that you might consider. 
if you like trading the wheel and you like some of these oil and gas companies, actually, let's go back over to trade view real quick because I want to show that crude oil. So crude oil is down 3.6%. And this is the thing when, when stocks are down or you have a, a, a commodity like crude oil that's down uh, big like this. I believe that there's opportunity. There's nice opportunity to pick up some stocks uh, when uh, it, it could be cheap, right? When others are fearful, it's usually a great time to buy. And we had quite a few oil and gas uh, stocks pop up. Let's first take a look at Suncor because this is a position that both Marcus and I are in. Uh, now, this one actually went positive for the day, pulling back a little bit. Marcus has sold the 28 put for uh, Friday's uh, expiration. I also have sold a put for Friday. Uh, my put's at 27.50. So I like Suncor. I think that if you look at the fundamentals, Suncor is pretty solid. PE ratio of 6.5. You have a dividend yield of 5.5%. We look at quarterly net income. We had a bit of a blip here, uh, September, 2022. Uh, but four out of five quarters positive. Also, if you look at annual net income, positive four out of five years. The one year it was down was in 2020. And really, I can't blame oil and gas companies uh, for being down in 2020 when crude oil actually went negative. So this is a pass for me. And I think that overall, uh, nice opportunity on the wheel. Uh, today, 27 strike is possible. I'm in at 27.50. Marcus has that 28 put, uh, both expiring on Friday. Now, we could take a look at Oxy because Oxy was popping up in our mastermind call this morning. Uh, we were looking at a few different oil and gas plays. Now, Oxy is correlated to uh, CTR or uh, Suncor. So, a uh, little bit of a, a high correlation there. I like the 57 striker lower. I personally, think a 56, 55 would be great. This one with the Buffett effect just has uh, rallied considerably and had these real nice ranges. You see support around 55, 57-ish and uh, some nice moves up to 76. I personally think this is still decent. If we look at the fundamentals on this one, we could see that, hey, uh, with Oxy, you have a PE ratio 6.6, .6, dividend yield lower than Suncor, if you look at the net income quarterly, it has fallen, but five uh, quarters positive. Now, a little bit of a difference here. 2019, we went negative on net income, uh, where Suncor was positive. 2020, rough year, uh, but we see here 2022, very strong for Oxy. A few others that, that popped up here. Uh, we can look at XOM, Exxon Mobil. Now, this one has some nice short-term support around 100. I do like round numbers, right? Sometimes you get the psychological support around round numbers, where if you have short sellers that, you know, you've sold this at 108, you're trying to find a target, well, let's get out at 100, right? Or if this thing, uh, you were interested at 100, you didn't get into the trade, it rallied up to 120, and then it starts to pull back. And as a buyer, you're thinking, hey, let me get in at 100, right? It's psychologically, round numbers tend to hold up as support and resistance levels. Now, if it gets through 100, it could fall back to 84. Some nice support around 82, 84 
these levels here, but I do think this has some decent support around 100. Chevron, another one that popped up today. Chevron, we see here trading right around support levels. Uh, looks like there was some support right around 151, 152-ish. The 148 strike popped up today. Uh, a little bit longer term, we might have some support around 135, 140, not too far away. This one, I would be a little more interested if we if we got a little closer to 140, 141, 141 to 145, maybe. Not bad though. Not. I'll be honest. I'm a little. I'm a little biased here with Chevron because my great grandfather was a lawyer for Chevron. So um, my uh, my family's had Chevron stock for a little bit. Um, a little bit of a, a bias there, but I think Chevron's also solid. We could look at uh, the the fundamentals here. We see P ratio 8.2, uh, dividend yield 4%, and uh, net income just solid, solid each quarter. Annually, we see some uh, a little bit of a dip in 2020. Again, that's to be expected. Just a huge uh 2022, $35.5 billion net income. Uh, we could look at ExxonMobil for comparison. Exxon actually uh, looked real good too. Uh, fundamentally, PE ratio 7, dividend yield 3.5%. Quarterly, just solid net income. Annual, uh, positive 2019, like Suncor. So um, Oxy and Chevron had a negative 2019 all four had a negative 2020, but again, 2020 is a pass for me. So I think a few different opportunities here to consider uh, with some solid companies with crude oil down. And again, with the wheel strategy, our goal is to start by selling puts, collect that premium. If the stock goes up, we make money. If the stock goes nowhere, we make money. If the stock falls, we're buying shares at a discount and getting paid, essentially getting a, a dividend payment up front. You could uh, say with the put premium that we've collected. And then if we get assigned shares, our goal is to sell calls, bring in premium on the call side, make some money there. Even if the stock goes sideways or pulls back, we make some money on the call side. Uh, if it rallies, uh, we might get called away or we could continue to sell calls and even uh, sell calls at higher strikes above our assignment price. So that's why we love the wheel. It works in many different market conditions and we don't have to be precise and uh, have that perfect accuracy. And because of that, we have a high winning percentage, a very, 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 very high winning percentage. So anyway, here's some opportunities to consider. Uh, for me personally, I'm out of AMD now. I do still have a position on in PNC and I have that Suncor put. So I'm looking to pick up some opportunities and uh, some new positions. And this week might be the week. Uh, looking at the economic calendar, we had consumer confidence today. This did nothing for the markets, but jobs will be in the spotlight. Tomorrow, Jolt's job openings. This is 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. This might move the market. On Thursday, we have ADP non-farm numbers. Uh, this comes out at 8.15 Eastern, 5.15 Pacific. Unemployment claims, uh, also the combination here could potentially move the market. Uh, there's ISM manufacturing PMI at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific, but then the big jobs report on Friday. So Friday is the big one, 8.30 a.m. Eastern, 5.30 Pacific. And with all of the jobs data coming out this week, we might 
see some volatility. We'll uh, wait and see. And who knows? Maybe there's some more debt drama, although it seems to be uh, headed in the right direction. You never know uh, when it comes to politicians and Washington. Uh, so I'm just looking for a little bit of a overreaction and some volatility, pick up some more plays. Uh, so I continue with the wheel. With that said, if you enjoyed this video, please give it a like. And if you're new to our channel, please subscribe so you can get updated uh, when we do more videos. And until tomorrow, happy trading, everybody.